Welcome to the RYM Student Podcast, helping you fit God's truth into your life. Reflecting on biblical truth is vital for the life of the believer. We hope this podcast will encourage you in your walk with Jesus. The following was recorded at one of Reformed Youth Ministries conferences. The audio might not be clear, but the message is. We hope you enjoy it. What I want you to see today is the Bible claims to be smarter than you for several reasons. It claims to be smarter than you because it claims to be inspired by God, that's point one. It claims to create faith in you, that's point two. And it claims that it leads you into an intimate relationship with Jesus. That's what I want you to see today. Now, if it's the Word of God, then it's here to do something. What the Bible does is create faith in you. It also creates the church. It also builds culture. It also condemns. It does a lot of things. But we see, especially in Psalm 19, that what the Scriptures do is they create faith and it strengthens faith. The way the psalmist says it is if you can get past the radical claims, the law of the Lord is perfect, but notice refreshing the soul. The precepts of the Lord are right. See, these are claims and inerrancy, giving joy to the heart. Because, the, because it's the Word of God, it refreshes your soul. Because it's the Word of God, verse 8, it gives joy to the heart. Uh, the commands of the Lord are radiant. They give light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They're more precious than gold. They're much pure gold. They're sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned, and keeping them there is great reward. So notice that the Scriptures are what God has given us to create and strengthen our faith. Faith in Jesus is related to your being in and around the Word of God. Your faith will be as strong in some ways as your ability to understand and grasp what God is saying in His Word. God works in our life through His Word to create and sustain our faith. Often you get to this point in a discussion about the Bible and everybody goes... This is a quiet time application point, right? i got to read the Bible. And some of you do that. It's beautiful and right, and you shouldn't feel ashamed. But I just want to say as a non-reader, there are more ways to be in and around Scripture than simply reading it. So for instance, I use Bible Gateway because it's the simplest internet program, and I have the Bible read to me every day. I listen to probably six sermons a week. I do pray. I do have a prayer list. But what I want you to know is if you follow me around, and I say this without shame and a lot of confidence in the person and work of Jesus, you're not going to catch me reading the Bible as much as other Christians, but you will catch me hearing it as much as other Christians. You don't just read it. I mean, this is Jesus. It will read the Bible to you. Like... Get in, your F, get in that horrible Ford F-150 your dad bought for you to drive to high school because he knew that you couldn't get out of town in it because it's about to break down. And turn it on on the way to school. It'll read the scriptures to you. When I go running in the morning or when I work out, I want to listen to a sermon for the first 20 minutes. Sometimes I'll listen to half of it the first day and half of it the second. There's more 
to being in the Word than just reading it. I hope you can read it, and I would encourage you to read it. But I just want you to know there's more to it than that. It's also about being around people who begin to help encourage you to apply the Scriptures. It's about you asking leaders and other people, why do you think this verse says this? Or how do you think I'm relating to the Bible in this area of my life? That's also a way that we get in and around the Word. But the Word is the power of God in creating faith for us. And you need to figure out a way for you to be in and around it. There's no doubt about it. I want to read one illustration to you here from Luke 16. And just let me read it to illustrate the power of the Word of God. This is a really incredible story in Luke 16. And this is what the story teaches us. There is someone who's found themselves separated from God and in hell. And he says, I want you to help the people I've left behind on earth so they won't come and be with me. And the way that God answers his plea is, they ought to listen to the Bible. And the guy says, no, no, no. But if someone is raised from the dead, they will believe. And God answers, If they don't believe the Bible, they won't believe the resurrection. Look, this is an extraordinary claim about the Bible's power and why I would encourage you to be in and around it. If the Bible cannot convince you, nothing can. This is a crazy claim. There's actually a story in the New Testament, I'll move on after this, that's pretty remarkable. And that is, at one point, Jesus uh, causes a man who can't see to see and a deaf person to hear. And everybody in the town acknowledges that the person was blind and now they see. They were deaf and now they hear. And the Pharisees say this, We've got to stop him or the whole world will follow him. They're acknowledging that he did the miracle and it's not moving their hearts. See, the Word of God is the most powerful thing ever given to you at this point. For more information on RYM student conferences, visit rym.org forward slash conferences.